Welcome to Front Office Pros, brought to you by the Front Office Pros, Steve and Joe. Today, we're going to be talking about Dynasty Tight End Ranking with Tiers. Uh, before we get started, we are a new channel, so if you enjoyed this video, go ahead and smash that subscribe button to show your support. Hut, hut, hike! All right, well, we'll be going through six tiers uh, for tight end. So starting off at number 32, we've got tight end Cade Otten. Uh, he will be the starting tight end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Honestly, uh, I don't <laughs> – he's not that glamorous. I got to be honest. I, I just – he's a starter. And, and if you're a starter, you're going to have opportunities. And, you know, when it comes to either Trask – if Trask, I actually think I like it better if Trask – uh, is is the quarterback for Otten because I think um, with Otten kind of being more of a second string guy, eventually became you know the, uh, you know a starter later on. Uh, he probably has more of a rapport with uh, you know uh, Kate Otten versus Baker Mayfield. Uh, but either way, uh, you know I think he's a starter. I think he, he's young. He's got potential. Uh, so that's why I got him there. Then at thirty one, I got Hayden Hurst. Um, I think he could be good. Uh, I don't think he'll ever be great, uh, but it's a decent option for Bryce Young. He'll be the starting tight end, receiving tight end for them. Um, they've got Tommy Tremble, who's more of a blocking tight end. Uh, so to me, you know, Hurst is going to take take that position uh, for them, and I think he could have a decent year. Uh, then at number 30, very interesting player uh, with, with, with that being Irv Smith. To my knowledge, Joe, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the Bengals brought in another tight end. So Irv Smith is going to be the starting tight end for the Bengals. Irv Smith has always had the potential to be a really good player, but the question is, can he stay healthy? So I really like the fit and the opportunity in Cincinnati, uh, I think, uh, versus where he was in Minnesota. Uh, but uh, time will tell with him, but he's definitely got the potential. And then at 29, I've got Isaiah Likely, best player in this tier. I really like Likely, and obviously he would be rated much higher, but, you know, Mark Andrews is in his way. <laughs> and when it comes to Mark Andrews being in his way, he's he's still on the younger side. And we know tight ends uh, can play later in their careers. I and mean, look what Kelsey is doing, although I think he is an outlier, uh, what he's been able to do at the position. He's all-time great, one of the all-time greats as far as tight end goes. But the other thing I have a little concern about with Likely is, with Todd Monken coming in as the new offensive coordinator, he, the multiple tight end set was more of a Greg Roman style of offense, which is the former offensive coordinator. So now that things are changing, they're going to be highlighting the wide receiver more in the offense. I just wonder how much of a role Bikley will have. I really like him as a player. I think he could, you know, on, on another team or if Andrews wasn't there, I, I'd rate him much higher. Uh, but Joe, what are your thoughts on my tier six? Yeah, you know, uh, tier six, there's not a lot of sexy names out there at the tight end, <laughs> you know, tight end group here. But, uh, you know, you got to put them somewhere. Uh, not too many complaints, you know, just to confirm with you, um, you were correct. Uh, Irv Smith is going to be the guy. I mean, they got, you know, Drew Sample, who's still there. Uh you know, Devin Asiasi, who was drafted by the New England Patriots a few years ago. Um, so, I mean, based on that, he, he's definitely going to be the starter there um, and should should get some start targets as long as, you know, if he could manage to stay healthy, he's 
as you mentioned, he's been unable to do that. But nevertheless, you know, interesting name, really athletic guy, um, you know, with with potential opportunity. Definitely a sleeper in redraft format. Um, Kind of an interesting deep sleeper, I'd say. Um, But heading over to tier five at number 28, I've got tight end Tyler Higby. I mean, Higby had a great year last year, uh, and you could argue, we, we just talked about this recently with our wide receiver tiers, <laughs> it's really Cooper Cup and him. <laughs> There's not really a lot in that offense, unless you think Puka Nakua, rookie, you know, receiver, somebody else, you know, really steps in. So I, I just, I could have probably put Higby higher. I just, um, I don't know. I, he's just not a guy that uh, is very flashy to me. Uh, he doesn't really get me that excited. Uh, then at number 27, I've got Gerald Everett. I think Everett had a really good season last year with the Chargers. I think probably my biggest question mark with him is will he continue uh, to have that role now that they just brought in Quinton Johnson and, you know, at the receiver? There's just so many mouths to feed in that offense. So can they truly support Everett? And a lot of the reason why Everett did as well as he did was when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were out. So then they had Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter and him, and he became a, you know, a real big piece of that offense. But one other thing to keep in mind, and I know you've, you, you talk about this and I, and I appreciate your, your uh, <clears throat> input and advice on this, but Kellen Moore has done really well with the tight end position. I think we, you know, you and I had talked about, you know, would it be possible for them to bring in a tight end um, to really kind of mold that offense around. So I, I think Everett could do really well with with Kellen uh, Moore as the offensive coordinator. Then at 26, I got Juwan Johnson. I think he is going to be the um, prototypical tight end for the Saints. Uh, now that Derek Carr is a quarterback, I, I don't really know what role Taysom Hill is going to have in the offense, so I'm not really concerned about him because he's more of a makeshift tight end. He's not really a truly tight end. He's a gadget guy or just a, just a football player, really. Um, but uh, I think Johnson um, could have a pretty good season. Derek Carr uh, has, you know, shown the ability to really, you know, support the tight end position. I mean, Darren Waller was an absolute nobody. Uh, you know, like it was a hard knocks thing that he started. People were starting to get excited about him, and then all of a sudden he just took off. Uh, you know, and he had the ability. I mean, Jawan Johnson, I think he, he's an athletic guy. I think he has the ability. Don't think he'll be Darren Waller 2.0 by any means, but I think he could be good. And then the next guy I got is Dawson Knox. Uh, Dawson Knox, to me, is definitely going to take a hit uh, with the addition of Dalton Kincaid. I'll talk more about him later. Uh, but, you know, I think Knox is a good player. I don't think he's going to be as involved i think he's going to be more blocking oriented he's not going to be as involved in the receiving game so i think he's still good um, that's why i have him at 25 and number 24 i got noah fant you know noah fant has really been a disappointment in his career um you know i thought he he coming out of college i, I was really interested in seeing how he was going to do really disappointing in denver Really didn't do much in Seattle uh, with his first year with the team. Now you got Jackson Smith and Jigba coming in, uh, you know, and, you know, the Seattle Seahawks have not been known to support three receivers. Usually it was just one or two guys. You had Doug Baldwin and Lockett. You had DK Metcalf and Lockett, right? Like you haven't really had a third guy really to be used. So, I'm curious to see how everything kind of comes together. I like Fant. I like his potential. 
Uh, but he just really has never been able to capitalize on it. Then at number 23, I got Trey McBride. He's an interesting one because I think you and I both believe Ertz is on the move. I don't think Ertz will be in Arizona week one. And if he isn't, then, you know, Trey McBride is then the starter. But then who's throwing him the ball? I don't. Is it Colt McCoy? Because it's probably not going to be Kyler Murray. So, uh, and even when McBride did have the opportunity to really step into the role after Ertz tore his ACL, I, th- I think he didn't really, honestly, he didn't really do all that much. I mean, I think he was pretty disappointing. So, um, there's a lot of potential, but as a result, I, I have him there. Then at 22, you've I've got Jelani Woods. He's a guy that I'm very interested in. I believe coming out of Virginia, his athletic testing numbers were off the charts. And will he and Anthony Richardson have a really good rapport? And will Shane Steichen make him a vocal point in the offense? I really like his potential. I think based on his athleticism, I think, and he did show some flashes, I think he could jump up into that tight end one conversation possibly. I think he has that ability. Uh, but but it's a big if, and that's why he's as low as he is because more than likely he won't make that jump, but I think he has the ability and the capability to do so. And then at 21, I've got Cole Komet. We've talked a little bit about Komet, and you've kind of convinced me on this <laughs> some and in, in, in kind of your analysis and talking about this. There's just so many mouths to feed in that offense, and now that they have really beefed up that wide receiver core, I just don't see Kmet getting as much target, many as many targets and volume as he did this past season. I think Kmet's a good player, but I don't think he's a great player. Um, but Joe, what are your thoughts on my tier five? Yeah, I guess my first thought is, um, you know, I'm surprised at how low you have Jawan Johnson. Um, mm, okay. Just because, like, he's a he's definitely the clear cut guy at tight end for the Saints. There's really not other guys to compete with him. Uh, you know, we know that Derek Carr likes to target that position potentially um, and can support one. Um, so, I mean, I like, I like him better than, you know, a lot of these guys. I get the potential of like a Jelani Woods and a Trey McBride. You know, the thing with uh, tight ends is it definitely takes a few years for them to develop um, and in produce. So I think, you know, even though Trey McBride didn't show a lot when Ertz went down and he had his opportunity, um, you know, maybe he just needed another year under his belt. And I think we could see more from him this year if he does get that opportunity. But um, I think, uh, you know, Dawson Knox, like, we know he's going to take a hit back. I'd have Jawan Johnson over him, um, you know, and I, I was actually surprised in how high you had Cole Komet as well, um, just because as we've talked, he had 69 targets last year, and I think we both expect those numbers to go down, especially with Robert Tunyon coming in at the tight end position. He's one of the best blocking tight ends, so I think that definitely limits him in the passing game. Yeah, I mean, I think you make good points. I asked you, you don't have any concern about Taysom Hill then? You know, there's always a room, a spot for Taysom Hill, and that's really a in the running game – you know, red zone, he's that gadget player. But as far as like a true tight end type um, that, you know, t- could get targets in the red zone, he's a big guy. You know, he's just the traditional tight end. And I, I think he could be utilized more than we think possibly. 
So heading over to tier four, at number 20, I've got Zach Ertz. This is an interesting one for me because in other dynasty rankings that I've seen, Ertz is like low. And I'm talking really, really low. I know he's older. I know he tore his ACL. But Ertz has been one of the best tight ends in the past five, ten years. I mean, he's been a tight end one um, for a position that has been very difficult. Uh, there just hasn't been a huge supporting cast there as far as really, really good tight ends. So I'm, I just – he's a hard one to evaluate. He's a hard one to put as far as where do you put him in this tight end rankings. I want to say he's 31. So I think, you know, so long as he can continue to play and recovering from that ACL. Uh, I don't know. I just – I don't want to discredit what he's done to this point. I think a part of the reason why people have him where he's at is because he's in Arizona, and I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's definitely going to be on the move. I could see them cutting him, honestly. I think we heard a story recently um, that there was a possibility of that. So then at number 19, I've got Dalton Schultz, <clears throat> which he took a little bit of a hit um, from when we talked about him last. Uh, I That Houston, Texas offense to me is, is going to be fascinating. There are just so many options. You know, I think Stroud could rely on – you know, Dalton Schultz, you know, in the tight end. I mean, you could argue he could be the best option. But, I mean, you've got Nico Collins. You've got John Mechie who's coming back. You've got Tank Dell. You've got Robert Woods. I mean, like, the list goes on. I mean, there there are a ton of options uh, in Houston. And I'm not really sure that any one of them is going to be the guy that gets a ton of targets. Uh, I think Stroud is going to spread it all across the – across the offense. And I wouldn't be surprised if they try to rely on the run game uh, with Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary. I know you disagree with me on that. So I just, um, I don't know. I, I just, Schultz has been good, but I think he's been a product of the system in Dallas. Um, and so that's why I have him there. Then number 18, talk about Dallas. I've got Luke Schoonmacher. <laughs> now to me, he's stepping into the product of that offense and they've been able to develop tight ends. Now the question will be, was the tight end uh, developer, was it Kellen Moore? Because if it was, he just went out the door. So I like to think that Schoonmacher is going to step in. I know you could speak to him more, Joe. I think he's a little bit more of a he's, – he's a good blocker. I think he could develop more as a receiver. Uh, but I think based on what Dallas has done, I could see Schoonmacher stepping in day one and being the starter. I know they got Jake Ferguson um, and, and Hendershot, but I think, you know, you don't draft Schoonmacher in the second round if you're not expecting him, unless he just absolutely just blows his opportunity in training camp and he's a huge disappointment. I think he's a starter week one. Then at number 17, I've got Mike Kosecki. He's a guy, and I know you're with me on this, that the fantasy community at large is making a big mistake because I think he is going to have a fantastic year with the Patriots. I might have him too low. I think people are looking at what he did last year and rightfully so it was a horrible year, but he didn't fit in Mike McDaniel's system and he wasn't used. I mean, they were using, uh, you know, their other tight end, which had no business, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm forgetting his name. You'll know the name. Um, <laughs> but to me, it's just like, I, I don't understand what they were doing, but he just didn't fit the offense. If he doesn't fit the offense, he doesn't fit the offense. Right. I mean, NFL coaching is doesn't is not fancy football, <laughs> so you know they've got to make the best decisions uh, for for that team. And so, but to me, I think 
Bill O'Brien and him, there, you know, we've talked about that in the past about their connection. Talking about him coming into New England, I think he's gonna. Now you got Hunter Henry there, but I think he'll blow right past Hunter Henry, and I think he's gonna be the guy. I think he could be a real, real deep sleeper for this, or sleeper, I should say, for this season. And then number sixteen, I got Chigazimo Conquo, our guy Chig Joe. Um, I like Chig, super athletic. Not a lot of options in Tennessee. You've got basically Traylon Burks and him. Uh, so I think he's really going to step into that role. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, I really like him a lot. Uh, so, Joe, what are your thoughts on my tier four? Yeah, you know, tier four is definitely interesting. Um, you know, like you, I am definitely interested to see um, what happens with Zach Ertz and where he goes. You know, he is 32, will be turning 33 in November this year. He's older, okay. but, you know, if he goes on a contending team, you know, recovers from the ACL okay, you know, he could still be, you know, he, his ceiling's not high, that high anymore, but he's a good baseline guy that is generally solid. And um, I'm interested in Dalton Schultz to see how much of it is it Dalton Schultz the player or was it, you know, as you mentioned, the system with the Cowboys and they always seem to be able to target the tight ends and be okay at that tight end position. It'll be interesting to see the contrast between Schultz and Schoonmacher. And as you mentioned, uh, Schoonmacher was definitely more utilized at Michigan with the blocking, but he, you know, he's a big guy, is athletic. You know, I think he could transition to be more of a receiver, even though he wasn't used that way in, in Michigan. Um, and the uh, Miami Dolphins tight end that you were looking for that was getting more targets than Mike Kosicki was Durham Smythe. That's okay. who was getting more targets. There you go. Um, and getting more utilized in the red zone for whatever reason. He fit better. They like Kosicki for his blocking ability. Um, but yeah, I, I'm like you mentioned, I'm high in Kosicki. I think the fantasy community is sleeping on him just because maybe not everyone knows that he didn't fit that Mike McDaniel system that he had and that's why he was so underutilized but i think he could have a big bounce back here with the patriots and expect him to be way more utilized in that offense yeah and that's where i feel like you know a short tangent here i think you can't just purely look at what a player did with their stats you have to look at how it fits with the x's and o's and you know like data can tell a story and you can really have it tell a story that you want it to tell. Uh, and so if you really fully understand the situation, it's not just he's just, oh, wow, he, he lost his stuff. He's a bad player. He just wasn't being used. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason, you know, uh, John o. Smith isn't there anymore. And now they have Kasiki, you know, signed him on a, on a prove-it deal here. Um, you know, brought him in for a reason. I think they'll use him and he definitely get more utilized than he was last year in Miami. And, you know, as far as uh, Chigga Conqua go, you know, I know we're both getting Chiggy with it this year and uh, and and ready for him to, uh, you know, continue that breakout run that he had last year. Well, that does it for our tight end rankings with tears. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, uh, you can like it. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can follow along and listen to us on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Go ahead and put your comments below. Do you agree or disagree uh, with uh, these rankings and tiers? Uh, we're, we'd like to hear what you have to say. Uh, even if it's uh, in a negative light to me, uh, I understand you have to give your perspective. So uh, but thank you so much for watching and until next time.